You're listening to Cards to the Moon, a podcast about trading cards from both a collector and investor perspective. We hope you'll stick around for the ride as we take a deep dive into the state of the hobby, share some hot takes, hopefully some useful advice and fun stories along the way. Hey guys, welcome back to Cards to the Moon. This is episode 116. My name is Clark from 5 Card Guys on Instagram and 5cardguys.com. With me co-hosting, as usual, is John, whose handle on Instagram is TradeYouAtRecess. And once again, filling in for Hyung, who's away this week on business, is our good friend Will. Welcome back, Will. Hello, hello. Glad to be back. Always glad to have you as part of our show. All right, um, let's get right into it. Off the top. We talked about this last week, but there's been a couple of updates about the 2023 Top Series 1 baseball release. Blowout Cards has issued a bounty of $250,000 US for the first collector to complete the set of 330 Golden Mirror Image Variation cards found in this year's Top Series 1. So for those who didn't hear, what's new this year is that each card in the set has a short printed golden mirror image variation card. And Blowout Cards actually said they will also offer $1 million for the complete set of 990 cards of the Topps Golden Mirror image variation cards that are graded in PSA 10 condition. So I guess that includes Top Series 1, 2 and update later on. Anyway, what do you guys think about all of this? And I don't know if you heard this already, but first time hearing it's a little crazy. That's wild. Who is who's blowout cards again? <laughs> Aren't they part of the the forum that I? I Are they, I'm is not it, sure. That's a, a card shop. I'm pretty sure they're a retailer. Retailer, yeah, they're a retailer, shop. right? Retailer, right. and then they, I okay. guess they created the, that forum. That's I think wild. so, but um, yeah, two fifty k, two two hundred fifty k, yeah, right for the complete set. I mean, did you see I mean, the? I guess there are breakers in Minnesota. That yeah. are just breaking cases after case. Like there's a picture right. of them out there on the on Twitter. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess they're going just for like it. Just like piles and piles of wrappers. Right. Oh, it's gosh. literally Willy Wonka and the chocolate cho- chocolate factory. Totally. <laughs> right. That's what I, that's what we were watching. Totally. Yeah. Man. The crazy so. thing is, like when you watch it, like they looked tired. Like <laughs> it's just like it's such a grind. There's no joy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So what, I guess it would be the same with us, you know? Right. So is there a difference between the SSP and a golden mirror image? What is a golden mirror no, I think image? They're, I think they're the same. So the yeah. SSP yeah. is gold, golden mirror image? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So will that Jay's card you got, that's a golden mirror image card. Oh, yeah. You want to yeah, share yeah. that? You, you opened the top series one already. Yeah. So I was so, like, you know me. I love ripping. I don't love ripping as much <laughs> as Hyung loves ripping. Or maybe I just don't have as much disposable income as Young does to rip. But the uh, Top Series 1, it looked so fun to rip. And I was like, oh, those SSPs look pretty cool. You know, I'd love to get... Like, the rookie class is pretty good. I'd love to hit something. And so Mm -hmm. I bought a hobby box. I ripped it open. And usually my luck with hobby boxes is pretty brutal. But I got a... um, uh, what's the subset? I think it's like 1988. No, 1983. Year, yeah. It's like 
Yeah, whatever the subset is. I got Jonathan Aranda. He's a Tampa Bay player. I don't know who he is. And I even Googled him, and nobody really knows who he is. But I got a (laughs) red, no, orange, like out of 25 or something, auto. So I never hit autos. That's sweet. But then the really cool thing, yeah, the really cool thing is I hit a Blue Jays SSP, like the Golden Mirror variation. And it's uh, Bo and Vladdy jumping in the air. And I just, right. like, when I saw it, I was sweet. like, oh, like, I don't even know how much it's worth, but it's so sweet to have that card. So that's, that's going to yeah. be, that's going to be in the uh, PC forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's so crazy sentimental. Hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Being from Toronto. It looks, it looks mm-hmm. really nice. And then I, I sent you guys the picture and what's mm-hmm. really cool is the SSPs, they say SSP on the back, the tops logo on the front has like a gold foil on it so it's like very noticeable that it is that it is ssp gotcha yeah everyone's saying that's like such a great improvement to like from past sets right like because before you had to look at the small print code at the very bottom yeah Yeah, so frustrating it was brutal. Like my, I'm getting old, so like I actually re- have reading glasses now. Oh, no. So I had to put that on, and then I had to put that on, and I still couldn't see it well because it's so small. And then you know what I do is like I get my uh, phone and I and I have to like use the zoom feature on my camera <laughs> to look at it. No way. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, have no. my phone. I'm just going through my stack just to see if any of them are short printed, and yeah. So this is way better, way better. <laughs> You but know, in recent uh, years, at least they they flip it backwards, no? So you at least know it's a hit. I think, no? If it's an SP I or SSP. I think, I, think it, I think it comes flipped backwards. So at the minimum, as you're like peeling through the cards, you can tell that, oh, this is something special. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. I don't, that's I don't know. Sometimes like... Sometimes cards are like all like... They're, they're upside down. I feel like they're reversed. Like, I remember ripping so much 2020 like when i got back into the hobby oh me too like and i didn't even know there were ssps and sssps so it's like i have like stacks like boxes and i'm just like i have to go back through them to try and find (laughs) some image variation ssp like it's crazy because there's a i know there's a josh donaldson like super super short print that's um it's him batting, and then in the background, in the uh, in the stands, there's an image of Josh Donaldson looking at himself. What? It's what? so hard to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so hard to see it, and it's just like you really have to like you really that's, have to know what you're wild. looking for. So like you know, yeah. most people in the hobby, they're just ripping cards. They don't know like there's nothing signifying that it's special. Right. So mm-hmm. it could you could have just like that card could just be gone. Like it's just someone in it's in oh, someone's sure. box. They have no idea it has any value. But at least these ones, you know, it says SSP, it's gold and you know. So I really I really like that move that they made. Mm-hmm. And also yeah. just going like like a different image. It just makes it look like it's it's pretty good. I, I've I've enjoyed ripping Oh yeah, I I, I also ripped two more hobby boxes after <laughs> <laughs> any hits no no i learned my lesson yeah <laughs> was the, the the hit that you got the blue jays ssp hit was that from your first box yeah or it was, was the first that's lot? the problem 
That's the, oh, always I the see. problem. If I hit the well casino at the effect, yeah, yeah, and so always I need to get punished while you're ahead. Like I need to get hammered for me to yeah. be like, oh yeah, I need to stop. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't. Oh, I quit when I break even or lose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't go to a casino. That's not how you. Yeah, that's not how you come out on top. <laughs> Even if you win. Yeah. That's exactly like <laughs> earlier on in twenty twenty, I was ripping um I was ripping Tops paper as well. Like a I think I bought like ten blaster boxes. And the first one I opened, I got the Luis Robert um rookie rainbow foil, which out of paper blaster, mm-hmm. it's a pretty good hit. I was like, Whoa, this is like the best yeah. hit I've ever had. Um and I'm like, oh, I should probably quit while I'm ahead. And back then, Walmart had a return policy, so I could have taken all nine of those boxes and taken them back. <laughs> yeah, you give me like an extra day to sit on those boxes, and next thing I know, I ripped all nine. <laughs> and like, well, <laughs> like, well, I learned a painful lesson. Yeah, that's uh, signs of an addict for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, no. That's, that's, Anyway, we agree that this uh, new SSP design at the back, very helpful. The only time I got an SSP from a blaster box was like, um, it was an Alex Bregman. And and uh, I could have easily thrown it away, you know, if I didn't know that SSPs exist in, in sets like this, right? So, and then it happened to be like 120 bucks. I sold it for 120 bucks. And it was a $30 blaster oh, that wow. saved my, right. my rip. You know, usually I get nothing from blasters, obviously, but, uh, but yeah, SSPs can be worth something. You know, this is what makes it kind of interesting this year. Cause every card in the set has a image variation. Right. And some of the, even the, like the, the, I don't want to say no names, but even the, you know, the common cards, there's some value in these, um, yeah. well, there, golden mirror. There is now. Holy jeez. Yeah, with the bounty. Yeah. I just saw, <laughs> to I, say you like, got the one common that's so hard to get. Yeah. So I don't get this bounty. Like, are they are they secretly sponsored by Tops? Because wouldn't they just buy up all of the SSPs that appear on eBay rather than giving somebody two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Something doesn't add up to me. I guess it adds up. No, well, I guess it adds. It's three hundred thirty cards, so there's some big hits there, right? And you know what? Yeah, true. That's going to be a part of another segment later on in the show. So let's leave it at that. But um, right. But yeah, it could add up. So we'll see. And you know, I guess it's fun ripping. It's kind of a promotional thing too for them. I mean, like yeah, good on knows. them if they're going to hold to their word on this. Yeah, that that's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. All right, I think that's good. Let's uh, move on to hobby headlines. For this segment, I got this idea from Will, actually, because just last week he messaged our sports card chat group and issued a hobby hot take, which I'll get him to share in just a second. But I thought for today's episode, we could each come up with one or two hobby hot takes and then discuss how hot the hobby hot takes actually are. All right. So uh, without further ado, Will, do you want to start things off here with your your hobby hot take? Yeah, I'd love to. I actually uh, got this. I was inspired by... uh a card porn post um, mm-hmm. where this guy was just showing off a collection of like, I think like Jordan cards and they're all raw. And mm. uh, it was, you know, they titled the, uh, they captioned the photo or the video card grading has ruined the hobby. And I was thinking right. about it and I was like, you know what? That's absolutely true. Like, like I hate the look of these cards inside of the uh the cases like you can't like sometimes there's a glare you don't really get a good sense of like 
the shine on the cards. There's just like right. so many things that's wrong with it. And then like when I really think about it, it's it's like advertising on the ice rink. It's like advertising mm. on the floorboards at like on a basketball court. It's like advertising on the walls of like the outfield fences. Like why am I lo- like what I want to look at is the card. Why do I have to look at this like giant plastic slab with this grading company's name on it? And like <laughs> you know, Hyung Hyung not being here, he can't rail against PSA and how they always screw him. But it's like. <laughs> It's like, how do I even trust the grade? And then it's like, people are fighting over like BGS 9.5 versus PSA 10 versus SGC 10. And it's just like, it makes no sense. Like, so you want to get rid sense. of them all. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm just out on card grading. Like, I mean, I'm obviously going to do it. I'm about to submit like 30 cards to PSA, <laughs> but I'm not happy about it. Like, that's, like, that's the thing. It's like that's why I think it's ruined the hobby because it's become so essential, either because mm-hmm. of hobby logic or because like like we've all agreed that this is something that has to happen and has to exist. And so I'm just like, we're idiots. Like we're, <laughs> like, yeah. I have like some raw. Like I I I was at the like the last show that we were at. I I picked up a raw Jonas Valanciunas uh, National Treasures RPA. And that was just in a mm. like a penny sleeve and top loader, and I took it out because the penny sleeve yeah. was super dirty. And I was just like actually touching the card. I was like, "Oh, this is so nice! Like this is this is my childhood. <laughs> like playing with the cards, touching the cards, not yeah. flipping through slabs like these giant plastic slabs." So. I'm out on I, I'm out on card grading, except I'm submitting <laughs> to PSA real soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh. What do you think, Johnny? You out on card grading too? Purist hot take. Yeah, he is a purist. You know what? I um, (laughs) you know, we all collected back early '90s, so we've we've all been in and out of the hobby for quite a while. So I I I understand the point very much. Um, and a couple of guys in our um chat group also mentioned it too. How uh, Roy was the one that mentioned how he liked the texture. You know, like you you kind Mm. of. Right. There's a certain shine to some of the rainbow foils or whatever you're looking. He's into Pokemon, so there's a certain shine to certain cards uh, that you can't really see through a, a case, and 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 especially yeah. Pokemon yeah. cards have a certain texture to some of the cards, right? So I think I can understand the point. For me, I love grading as much as we have pain points about each company. <laughs> I, I actually love it, and I am, you know, I'm such a ever since i was a kid i collected anything right like i collected rocks seashells you know bottle caps <laughs> coins then when i had money it's a turned hoarder into, wow okay uh, like turned into collecting cards and then comics i don't even read comics like every comic i've owned <laughs> i pick out the one that is in absolutely perfect condition at the shop and then immediately it goes into one of those card the the sleeves and i take right. it home and it's in my collection i've never read I don't even I don't I, I don't even know where my comics are. I think I threw them out, um, which is kind of sad to, to think about. <laughs> but I don't think I read not I own probably five hundred comic books. I don't think I read not one. And whoever's listening to this that's really into comic books, they're probably probably going to be like, oh my goodness, for shame. But that's the <laughs> that's the kind of mindset I had when I collected. I loved collecting something, knowing it was in pristine condition or 
you know, right. like straight out of a pack, straight into a sleeve, straight into a top loader. So for me, the idea that something is number one graded by a you know so-called professional, we'll call them professionals, um, <laughs> and it's and it's encapsulated like it, it's forever in a slab. There's no chance of it like wiggling out, or you know, if I drop the mag loader, it's gonna pop in half and the card flies out. Um, I don't. For me, I don't really have to touch. I don't. Brings me no joy to touch a raw card. It actually makes me really nervous and sweaty. So I'd rather have it encapsulated, knowing that it's like a perfect ten. Like all of that brings me so much more joy. So I'm like totally drinking the uh, grading Kool Aid. Okay, uh, opposite ends of this uh, spectrum here. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I just see uh, slabs or you know the pl- like as a frame almost. You know what I mean? Like a photo. You you like to frame it. So I I guess I lean more towards John, but I get I get where Will's coming from. Like the, yeah, but just the, just imagine if you were to f- like frame your family photos, okay? Mm-hmm. So on your yeah. mantle above your fireplace, you have these photos of your kids, your families, all that kind of stuff. But the border of every photo frame it says Walmart <laughs> or Dollarama <laughs> or IKEA, like. It just ruins the look of that photo. Like that's yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, that's point taken. Point yeah. taken. Can we go back <laughs> to this collecting rocks thing that John said? <laughs> I am so curious. I have so many questions. Yeah, what kind of rocks do you look for? What? What's, no, that's what's, uh, a, I was what's a PSA like, ten rock. Yeah, it's probably four to <laughs> ten years old at the most. Okay. I remember. Um, um, all right. Uh, especially when I was really young. Uh, I collect, yeah. I, you know, I was, I was collecting, trying to find some cool rocks on the beach. And the first time I was collecting, I, I found this sort of like jade looking green one that was nice and round and looked kind of shiny. It was all pretty translucent. And I like ran to my mom. I was so happy. I thought I found like a rare gem. Mom, look at this amazing rock I found. And she's like, drop that right now. It's a piece of glass. And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Uh, oh man that's a good one uh, <laughs> alright um, conversation kind of got derailed a little bit but I expect that when I have John and Will on the same podcast <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright um, okay I got I got a hobby hot take uh, alright just I got a couple but I'll just say one right now my, my first one the National which is coming up in July right in Chicago this year Right. The National uh, uh, Collectors Convention, which is, i.e., the biggest sports card show in the world currently, will be reduced to half the attendance within five years. That's my that's my hobby hot take. And why, you might ask? One word, fanatics. I think fanatics, why couldn't they do their own event? They got the, they certainly got the funds, you know, and uh, they got the connections uh, the national has been going on so long, and not l- much has changed other than an influx of new hobbyists, new collectors that just came in because of the pandemic. Right. You know, even now, the the venues are the same. They rotate through the same cities: Chicago, Cleveland. Uh, I think they had Atlantic City a couple times, right? And you know, it's one of those things. I feel like, you know, if 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 nothing changes moving forward, you know, there will be some some company. Like in fanatics is perfectly positioned to, uh, to really take over this space, and I think events 
it's going to be a big thing, you know, and, uh, you know, Fanatics mm. has been taking over everything anyways within this uh, sports card industry. And we also have the Mint Collective. Like, we have other options now rather than just the National. And I, my my initial hobby hot take was I was going to say the National will become obsolete, but I don't want to go too far because I know there are, like, um, old school collectors. I know people that just, like, love the vibe of the National, which is, you know, I'm sure pretty cool. I haven't been to it myself. I, I hope to go soon. But, um, but really if you have newer collectors coming into space, there's no loyalty to the national. Do you know what I mean? Other than, other than what they hear about it or have seen in the past. So what do you guys think? Whoa, that's a, I never thought of that. I, I like it. I'm, I'm on board with that hot take. (laughs) I think that is very, very possible, especially with fanatics. Um, because I mean, we're we're talking a big company. They they have the power, the money, the connections to put on a big show. Yeah, exactly. To put on a big show, and that could really, from a branding perspective, that could make the national kind of turn into the grandpa convention, right? The old school, still in a big, dirty, you know, like a dingy airport hangar or wherever it's located at. Uh, whereas fanatics could be coming out of like. The latest and greatest newest metro convention center or, or whatnot so i think i'm on board with that i think that could is very much a possibility that's a great great hot take may not even count go. as a hot take that could be a writing on the wall to be honest yeah i was gonna well, say it feels more like premonition than uh than a hot take right just because that's a good word like innovation like we were talking about like all the innovation oh, i think you guys were talking about it on your last podcast about like how much innovation right. is gonna just change and transform and and what was it what's the owner of fanatics what's his name michael, michael rubin. rubin yeah he was like saying a lot of things and it's just like yeah some of these card shows you go to you're like oh like this is born out of the 1980s like 1970s like nothing changes yeah. and like you know i'm we're in like some of these Facebook groups and like Toronto card collector groups and like the like the desperate like vendors who are looking for glass cases or extra tables or extra chairs because like the venue organizer or the event organizer just like doesn't have everything ready, doesn't have it like right. they're not they're just like working from the same playbook every year. They they, they don't innovate, they don't change. They're not introducing like food options. They're not, you know, they're not trying to make it better. They're not trying to increase like the Wi-Fi capabilities. It's just like they just go with whatever, whatever's already been there. And right. so, yeah, if like a company like Fanatics can come in and just really pump some energy, innovation, I think it's gonna shake that yeah, space there, up. There's a good yeah, chance. I, I think so. I mean, like. At the end of the day, it's like at the end of the day, like does the national need fanatics more, or does fanatics need the national more? Do you know what I mean? Like, fanatics doesn't have to be part of the national; they could just hold their event, right? right. And if they pull out, the national's going to be oh shoot! They would love to obviously have fanatics there because they're a huge player in the space now. But you know, I think um, I think you're fin- getting to the biggest hobby hot take, which is this monopoly is no good for any of us. <laughs> it's, it's skynet man it's gonna take over and yeah. it's gonna ruin everything it just has this monopoly it's like 
like the nationals like hey like uh, we want you to come in it's like well we'll just we'll just do our own thing you're gone you're done you know what that's true that's that's a hot or hot take for sure Anyway, you know, uh, that being said, I think there's space for like local card shows. Like you're either going to yes. be with the smaller local card shows, which are going to be, you know, um, very important, right? Because you can't obviously go to these big events or you're going to have these few marquee card shows. Then there's only going to be, you know, room for a few of them to tell you the truth. You can't you can't go to every one. So right. um, it's kind of like retail. The mushy middle is going to just kind of disappear. You know, what I mean, the big box stores aren't going to be as relevant. All right, uh, John, do you have one or? Yeah, you know what? I'm. Um... No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I think you had another one, right? Okay, because uh, I I feel like I gotta. This is probably more of a hot take, hotter hot take than my uh, than my fanatics taking over um, uh, events uh, in in sports cards. Beckett will compete head to head with PSA as the number one grading company <laughs> in, in the next few years. So, and here's my here's this is my reasoning okay they they got a new ceo this past summer right i think may or june so they got new leadership which is i think we all agree that was needed probably uh if you look at their website it's kind of improved it's not like totally better but you could check out pop report you don't have to type in three passwords to check a pop report anymore and uh which you know the passwords i always forget anyways so i have to create new ones now you can just kind of do a simple query on their website and it works you know it's a little clunky but it works mm-hmm. um they got rid of their paper labels that was huge we we complained about that so anything you know under uh what bgs9 got a white paper label or with those blue ones um i just i think i just saw an instagram ad where it costs ten dollars for you to just replace all your white blue labels for silver ones right or silver metal ones so you know that's that's a step in the right direction and more importantly i think the brand of beckett is still powerful you know like they've certainly taken a hit in the pen during the pandemic but they still have it like people know who beckett is you know people know the brand and i think with the right leadership in place you know with um, some smart decisions, um, a little bit of rebranding a bit. I, I think they can, they can, uh, you know, certainly every, a lot of things have to break right to, to, to compete with the likes of PSA in a shorter timeline, but give it a few more years. I think Becky could, uh, resurrect themselves. Oh, you guys, you guys that, disagree. That's a real, Silence. that's a real hot take. I mean, I, <laughs> I think I mentioned this about BGS before, uh, in some sort of hot take manner. But I, I, I'm in, a, I'm generally in agreement that BGS number one still has the brand power, um, and no matter how much they messed up their operations and their brand during the last two years during this sort of COVID era, um, a lot of older cards, big cards, auto cards, you name it, precious mm-hmm. metal gems. They are all in BGS holders because that was what was king back in the day. So that sort of premium high-end space, they're still very prevalent. Not to say that people are actually grading them right now, present day. Right. Um, so you may not see a lot of modern cards in BGS slabs, but it's still at the forefront of like big, heavy, heavyweight collectors and big, big cards that you see featured on IG and and whatnot Mm -hmm. you're always a lot of times you're seeing bgs slaps so 
they do they are lucky and i mentioned this before they are lucky that they still have that otherwise i think they would have been completely ruined so the, right. the new king in town the new ceo that's trying to write this ship he's got it somewhat made easy because the brand power still exists he just has to figure out how to regain consumer confidence regain users you know customers all of that stuff which is not an easy task so well i i don't think as much as i say that stuff i'm not sure how much i believe it it is a hot take for sure but i i can see that it is possible it's gonna take some i don't even know what it's gonna take honestly i think the slab has to change i think a lot of stuff has to change and they got to hit some real big home runs with like the the the, the sure. labels, the slab, I think a lot of things have to change and they got to hit home runs with all of it. So a lot has to go right. So I'm I'm going to give it a, a very small chance, but it's there. But yeah, because <laughs> okay. it's such a small chance, I'm going to say no. But yeah, there there's a chance. That's, That's fine. I'm going to look like a genius in five years. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh... I like BJ slabs the least out of the uh, quote unquote big three. I like I'm okay. I'll I'll live with PSA slabs just because that's the you know that's the yeah. default. Um, I personally like SGC slabs the look of it just because mm-hmm. I like minimalism. So I don't I don't want too much flashy, and I just like the tuxedo. It just looks clean. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of want your hot take to be true. Because okay. it kind of reinforces this idea that across the major graders, it shouldn't matter. Like, it shouldn't matter. Um, like, as much as like, the prices are nothing, showing. Yeah, like the pricing just mm-hmm. does not make sense. I'm, I don't want to go yeah. back to like my my whole <laughs> gripe earlier, but it just doesn't make sense at all that there could be such a disparity between these three graders like if it's i don't want to like besmirch the other ones like the smaller ones like i get it if you're a smaller grading company yeah you don't deserve to be at the at the price point as these three but these three Mm -hmm. like it makes no sense like (laughs) it's it's hobby logic for sure it's one of those hobby logic things so i hope it (laughs) i hope it happens i don't think for a second it's gonna happen but i I hope it happens (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right we'll see uh well you had another one I, we we're talking off air you oh. want to share yours <laughs> oh. i think uh, this one's not like it's not a great hot take it's just i think thick cards are stupid like it makes <laughs> it makes my life it makes my life so much more annoying because you know i picked up this uh national treasures rpa of Jonas valentunas it was raw and like it was in this dirty penny sleeve and a dirty top loader. Or no, no was, <laughs> what are those things called? Mag loaders. Right. Like it was all cracked. And so I had to get a new one. And I'm like, man, I have to buy a whole pack of these oversized penny sleeves and a whole pack of these oversized like oversized top loaders or like a mag loader. Mm-hmm. And it's like usually they're in like packs of 25. And so what am I going to do with the other 24 <laughs> sleeves? And it's just like it's so annoying. And then like you have to figure out which thickness you need because not all the thicknesses of the card are the same. It's the same, like, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> and then like when yeah. I see like breaks of like some of the higher end products, and it's just like it looks like a brick. Like when I see yeah. some of these cards, I'm like, that, that's not a card. <laughs> that's, that's stop being a Did card you... a long time ago. That that thing is a yoga block. Like yeah. it doesn't make well, sense. So I'm, I'm out on thick the... cards. <laughs> Will's out on thick cards and slabs. Also, so because we learned that today, because I mainly rip like just like flagship, like series one, series two, like like Bowman Chrome, like all those yeah. stuff. If I see a thick card, it's a stupid manufactured relic, and I don't want that. <laughs> That's so true. it's just like I just want to throw it away. So I'm out <laughs> on thick cards. Hey, you know what? I'm with you. Like, did you ever see like the the one that has cleats? As a relic, I was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is that is super thick. Like that's a block, yeah, for sure. Doesn't make um, sense. Like, but I, you know, I, I, um, when I got back into the hobby, one of the things I bought on eBay, one of the early things, because you know, uh, I just want to get some PC items. I got a um, uh, double bat relic of Jose Bautista and Edwin Encarnacion. Right. Oh, that so, sounds cool. Yeah, so it's thick, but then you know, like even the thick cards are different thicknesses. You know what I mean? Like they're not all, like you know, standard across yeah, the board. That's what mentioning. So I bought, I bought a like a twenty-five pack uh, thick, you know, um, top loader, and it was Too so small. tight. I got the wrong <laughs> size. You know what I mean? So I got twenty-five of one. You know, that, that doesn't even fit well, and I'm pretty sure I damaged the corner because I was just trying to squeeze the crap yeah. out of that card <laughs> good thing it's just a pc but so annoying you know what i mean and yeah. and then you have to get like the sleeves the right size like i didn't know that for some reason i thought like oh all sleeves will fit until like the sleeves completely ripped along the side yeah <laughs> when i was trying to put it in you know and so yeah i i, I feel the pain well I feel yeah. right. we're Speaking out of, on them we're those, out on the the, have you even seen how the cleats come <laughs> it's ridiculous like what's the thickest card it's like <laughs> 130 mean? point or just like the uh, the website right the, the cleats are like six hundred point. It's it's basically <laughs> yeah. like this this legitimate a brick. brick with a uh, that stuff is so yeah. gimmicky. Yeah, I think other than other than a patch, I'm not into. I don't know. Like I guess bat is kind of cool, but pieces of a bat, like a button, cleat, that's all. <laughs> like I get it's game used and it's it's cool, but you don't need anything beyond game used patches from for me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Those are a few hobby hot takes. You know, we love to hear from our listeners what they think of of these hobby hot takes we just shared. And if you have any of your own, let us know. You can reach out to us at Carts to the Moon or at Five Card Guys on Instagram or just email us at hello at fivecardguys.com and uh, we love to share in a future episode. All right. Next, we're going to introduce a new segment we're calling Sales Report. So I'm going to give you guys a list of four or five cards. And all you have to do is simply guess how much you think it's sold for recently. All right. Um, and there's a theme for today's segment, which is that all the cards I'm going to give you are from the 2023 Top Series 1 baseball set. And they're all Golden Mirror Image Variation cards. Very right? nice. So, so very uh, baseball-centric episode today. Oh, and one more hint. I'll give them to you in the order from lowest cost to the highest. So you kind of can guess what the next one is based on uh, the previous one. Okay, so the guys at uh, home uh, listening can't see this, but I'm going to share the screen with my co-host. And uh, they're going to they're gonna, um, uh, guess what 
it's sold for recently. I'll I'll kind of uh, say it for the listeners though, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, here we go. The first one is the Shohei Otani Golden Mirror Image Variation. It's where I guess um, he looks like uh, one of his uh, one of the infielders or outfielders made an astounding play, and he's really happy about it. Right. So, I see. Uh, how much do you think the Shohei Otani Golden Mirror Image Variation is going for? Did Did you say that we're going from lowest price to highest price? Yes. Holy! Oh my Started gosh. with Shohei. Yep. I feel like I'm going to be like terribly wrong on this stuff. <laughs> Maybe on the first one, but oh, wow! Like I, I know in hunting like SSPs of Otani, they're just like. They're always priced higher than most other SSPs mm. or like photo mm-hmm. variations. So I'm I'm genuinely confused. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say just a round number of a hundred and fifty dollars. No, that can't be right. Hundred okay, hundred and fifty dollars just because I love okay. Otani. One fifty price yeah. is right. One fifty. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm at one fifty. I'm just gonna guess what my gut instinct was when you just immediately showed the card. I'm gonna say a hundred dollars. Hundred, okay, yeah, but I, I'm pretty right, sure I'm the wrong. the last one. <laughs> you guys are both wrong. Yeah. <laughs> the last sold, and this could change obviously when more of these come out. They probably might come down to a hundred, but the one recently sold for three hundred sixty dollars. Oh, raw, wow. okay, all right, raw. Holy. These are all raw. Yes, good point. Oh, so you all just raw. picked like the cream of the crop for for these cards because I've seen some like you know like Santiago Espinal or like Danny Jansen. SSPs sell for like 20 bucks. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, we're starting, even though this is the lowest price, it's still a higher priced SSP. Got it. Yes. All right. Here's number two. All right. Mike Trout, Golden Mirror Image Variation. It's a picture of him signing autographs on baseballs with uh, fans um, on the other side of the fence. It's kind of a cool pick. I like it. So, can we guess how many of those hands are grown adults? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like there's quite a few actually there's some hairy arms in there <laughs> John you go Man, what do you you're think? going from lowest to highest you're telling me that the, the trout is going to be 400 yeah, plus lo- what <laughs> okay 400 well 360 is the lowest so that's yeah we'll go four okay never yeah, would have well, guessed I mean like but but also, like this is because it's just on release, right? So people go crazier yes, yes, for SSPs. Exactly. Yes. Uh, so that's yes. a that's a good caveat. Yeah, I mean four four twenty five. Okay. Uh, the correct answer, 8, Johnny, four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. <laughs> so that's, right on the money. Insane. Okay, here we go. Next one. Ready? Gunnar Henderson, Ooh. rookie of the year, AL rookie of the year favorite. Oh. Um, as he's giving high fives to his teammates. Uh, I guess he just hit a home run, probably, right. with a golden chain around his neck. Ooh, what do you that's think? a good image. Look at that RC logo just in the top corner. That's, oh. I like this. Yeah, and it's horizontal, too. Horizontal. I like right. horizontal. Maybe that I'm should gonna, have been my Gunner, hobby. Gunner had to... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that <laughs> is a very hot take. Come on. I like horizontal curves. Especially okay. in a slab, it ruins it. Oh, you know what I mean? Over vertical? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I just because like I like that sometimes there's a break from just horizontal cards, uh, from right. uh, vertical cards. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. I remember, um, I can't so, remember which card I was looking at. Um, 
but I saw it was in a PSA slab and a BGS slab. So if you look at the horizontal card, the graphics for the actual card, like the name, is vertical, but then the image is horizontal, right? But if you go into yeah. the back, the the card is upside down. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So vertical, yeah. and it'll That's say annoying. the name, like let's say Mike Trout. But when you flip the card, it's upside down, and Mike Trout starts from the bottom upwards. So BGS <laughs> made it upside yeah. down on the front because the back is right side up. But then PSA chose the front to be perfectly straight. And then when you flip right. the card, the back is upside down. I remember seeing that card. I was like, what? who made this card like that? That is brutal. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty Anyways, nice. Going off on a tangent, back Gunner. to Gunnar Henderson. I'm guessing he is the the big the big chase of all the rookies. Maybe not by a wide margin, but he's yeah, probably one, uh, one of the of, biggest ones. I, I let's say one of yeah. Let's say six hundred. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm six. right there. Six hundred, I think, is a like I'm just trying to put my my brain into like the brain of these crazy people who are bidding on <laughs> eBay. Yeah. And they're like six hundred. Yeah, six hundred bucks. I, I would yeah. pay six hundred for this. And another caveat yeah, is I would not close. be guessing these prices if it wasn't for the three sixty Otani. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> I made yeah. it easier for you. So, okay. Yeah, that's a great clue. Um. <laughs> I actually sold for five fifty, so pretty close. Holy cow! Five hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. All right. Here we go. From one American League Rookie of the Year to the National League Rookie of the Year last year, uh, Michael Harris II. There's that and this one. is um, there's was that a Gold Cup? Um, yeah, and he's uh, swinging a bat. Yeah. In the batting With the cage. RC logo in the top left. In the batting cages, yeah. In the batting yeah. cage, yep. I'm pretty sure Michael Harris's uh, base rookie is a horizontal card. <laughs> yes, I'm diving for the. Yeah. I think I actually, the... I actually like that one more. <laughs> <laughs> There's this card. You're telling me this card is more than five fifty. I mean, How is that what? Let's just let's just say six hundred. It can't be much more than okay. uh, five seventy. Yeah, five seventy five. Can't be more than that. Much more than Gunner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. It sold for eight hundred twenty. Gold cup, Michael Harris, golden mirror that image is, variation. That <laughs> is wow. I'm sure. I'm sure. I feel like this is one of those cards that will come down significantly. Yeah. But yeah, right off the bat, people are going crazy for Michael Harris. Who are these people? You know, he's, like, don't they learn their lessons <laughs> after buying the Mac Jones Donruss PSA tens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, here's the final card for this segment. Oh, my All God, right, it goes ready? even higher. I thought we were at the end. This is the highest for this segment. Uh, I don't know if there's anyone higher, but it is a gold cup card as well. Horizontal. Oh, nice. J- here we go. You guys, is it J-Rod? you guys have any guesses? I'm J-Rod. Oh, man. Here we go. Oh, J-Rod. yeah. J-Rod. Julio Rodriguez with the helmet. With helmet. Yeah, I guess, uh, there's, I guess this is what the Mariners do when they get a home run. I feel like the Jays started this kind of yeah. weird kooky thing, was right, with the, the jacket, and now no, it wasn't the Jays. I'm pretty sure. I feel like it really? was. Really? Maybe because the Jays, it's a hometown bias. The Jays, yeah, the but... Jays jacket was this year, right? No, no, no. It was... They did it previous years. Yeah, it's been a while. I think it's at been least... two seasons. It's been two seasons yeah, of the Homer jacket. Mm. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, <laughs> he's wearing a Darth Vader helmet and uh, saluting the crowd. After hitting a monster home run, 
my gosh, hot. Just, I'm just shaking my head. It's a second year. Second year card. I know. Holy cow. I'd, Definitely four I'd, figures. Oh my it's God. four? I was going <laughs> to like say 900. Me too. I was going to say 900. No, I refuse to go to four figures. That. That's ridiculous. You know what? Let's just, <laughs> let's just say 1,200. Some crazy person's Okay, I'll, I'll say 1,100. 1,100. All right. Someone just paid best offer for 1899. <laughs> what? <laughs> no way. Oh man. No way. Yeah. Look up car ladder, man. What? Look up uh, eBay sold sold listings. Wait, how? Oh, yeah, actually, you had to go to one thirty point because it was it was listed for twenty four hundred, I believe, and uh, then the best. How much is the J Rod rookie SSP with Ichiro raw? That's less than. It's a good like, question. Uh, isn't that like two thousand bucks in a PSA ten? Or am I off? Yeah, but you know that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, <laughs> comps, these golden comps mean nothing, John. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. holy cow! Eighteen. Oh man, that is ridiculous. This this mm-hmm. image isn't even that great. Like he looks so dumb in that dark it's so, Vader it's so helmet. Goofy. Yeah, and also it's like a little bit inappropriate looking. Like you, you <laughs> can't <laughs> tell, but Santana's there. Like yeah, like you don't There's... notice it at first. <laughs> Everyone should everyone should stop the podcast. Pause the podcast. Go look up the card. Like you don't notice it until you start examining oh the picture and yeah. you're like, "Wait, what is Santana doing?" Yeah, he's he's doing the he's, he's a, doing the Leo DiCaprio Titanic to yeah, J-Rod. Except he's except a reverse Heimlich, a yeah. re- reverse Heimlich. <laughs> yeah. Kissing the Seattle on his chest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh my god. This gosh. is uh yeah, quite the image. 1899. Wow. Has, has anybody figured out the print run on these SSPs? No that's idea. Good I'm wondering if it, the word came out that the print run is like 100. So that's why people are going crazy over these. I hope Scotty B cards does, does a little a video, video on it. Maybe I'll sh- shoot him a message say, "Hey, can you do some sleuthing and find yeah. out?" <laughs> you know. Oh, but, he's definitely researching it right now. That yeah. guy doesn't sleep. He's just like He's like trying to yeah. get track down all the data right now. <laughs> anyway, that was fun. I, I this is what makes me excited. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna buy a jumbo box um, maybe over the weekend, and I'll rip it in front of a camera so uh, you what? guys can watch. Why aren't we doing this together? Just buy me a okay, yeah. jumbo box too. I'll rip a jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you going on a jumbo? Okay, let's wait till Hyung gets back from yeah. from uh, his business trip, and then we'll. Uh, I'm sure we could all do jumbos, right? That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. And this 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 is what kind of makes it fun. The SSP chase makes it kind of more fun. You know, the the I guess you have a better opportunity to get it. The problem is I hit packs. it in the first hobby box, so it made me think, oh, I could probably hit another one. And then when you look <laughs> at the pack odds, you're like, oh my god, it's really hard to get these SSPs. Oh yeah, yeah but that's true. People yeah. are always posting like their SSPs that they've hit, and so it makes you think like, oh, these are these are like gettable. So right, I'm all right. I'm all messed up. I need one more jumbo to just kick me in the face and be like, "Okay, you idiot." Well, <laughs> well yeah, we'll we'll pick a day and then we'll just all meet at Integrity Headquarters to uh, sounds to rip, good for sure. Okay, uh, <laughs> we'll do a sales report uh, segment later on. Different themes, uh, kind of fun. You guys were a little bit off. Actually, you guys were not bad in the fr- the early, you know the the cheaper ones, but then it kind of got out of control at the end. Yeah, <laughs> the more expensive. All right, um, with that, let's finish off this show with a regular weekly segment we call Pick One. 
And uh, if you're new to the show, this is when each of us will choose two cards and then we debate which one we would rather invest in. Uh, we usually ask Hyung to start things off, but uh, John, you want to start things yeah. off for today? Let's do it. So I'm going to go with two NBA uh, once studs. At If healthy, these guys are considered top 10 in NBA, uh, but they are mm-hmm. seldom healthy uh, they and they might have a playoff opportunity coming up. So we might seeing some sort of card bump so we're gonna go 2012 prism base psa 10 Kawhi leonard versus 2012 prism base psa 10 anthony davis anthony davis selling <laughs> for around 180 200 bucks and the Kawhi leonard a, a bit of a bump up closer to 300 bucks wow okay yeah <clears throat> Uh, neither is the answer, but um, <laughs> if I had to choose one, um, I am going to go for Anthony Davis. Oh, wow. Just because, oh, I don't, I guess it's really about what do I want to pay the least? <laughs> if Anthony Davis is going for <laughs> under 200, uh, the losses will be more minimal than going for Kawhi. And, you know, like, we always talked about Kawhi, even as he was here in Toronto. Like, his personality, you know, he he definitely has zero swag to his game. He just plays. And uh, I guess AD is not that much (laughs) better. But, but, you know, uh, I think if AD just stays healthy enough, then then, um, then he's going to be more likely on the highlight reels, in my opinion. You know, I think I think Kawhi is more integral to the team, and he's a better all-around player. But if I'm going for like highlight reels that could you know bump up the uh, the value of the card, even within the short time period of the playoffs, if they if they if they make it you know past the first round, even I think AD's got a shot to at least generate some profit. Whereas I feel like Kawhi is just going to be even keel, just steady. So AD for me. Yeah. I am the exact opposite. I'm Kawhi. Um, I think I like that it's a slightly lower pop. I mean, it's not like significant. Um, I actually like the Clippers chances, even though they're getting Westbrook. Like, oh. <laughs> right. like I think that just completely ruined their chances, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know what that like, happens. Like, I don't know, like. Can Another just, reason why I'm choosing AD. They just send them home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh, this yeah. isn't working. Let's just send them home. It'll be okay. But I I I was listening to I think like like one of the ringer podcasts talking about basketball and uh they're just saying like how Kawhi's kind of feeling good. Like he hasn't looked this good in a while. And I feel like what he does is so dynamic. Like, remember when he was with us for the Toronto season? There's this one oh, play killer. where he stole he stole the ball without looking. Like he he oh, yeah, jumped yeah, yeah. a pass. Where he dove, he jumped he a dove. bounce pass <laughs> where he wasn't even looking at the ball getting passed. He just knew that the ball was gonna go there, and so you just see him blindly dive into like into the way and steal the ball and right it's just like those kinds of highlights are are like a, a forever highlight 
80s highlights are so useless. It's like, <laughs> oh, wow, he dunked the ball. Or, oh, wow, he did a step-back jumper. Like, it's just like, I hate 80. I'm not a fan of 80 at all. <laughs> I'm a big man, so I, and I played, like, in grade 9. Like, I was the biggest guy on my team. So I played as a big man. So I appreciate big men on the court. But 80 is just, I hate that player. Like, he's so... <laughs> He's so disappointing. He's such... His injuries are so dumb all the time. And, like, like he, he looked like such a suck when uh, when LeBron got that scoring. Like, when he beat the beat Kareem scoring uh, total. And, like, he's, like, right. sulking on the bench. And, like, every time I see AD, I'm never impressed. So, I'm going Kawhi. Because even if even if short term I can't make money on it, long term I think Kawhi has a chance to win three championships with three different cities. Mm. Um, that means there's more fans who are interested in his card. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Mm. Also, AD sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that Kawhi, that Kawhi, um, I guess uh, highlight. Only a Raptors fans will know that. You know what I mean? Come on. Right, yeah. I think I think Will's Raptor bias is getting in the way there. Yeah. The funny thing is I hate Kawhi because of what happened to DeMar DeRozan, <laughs> who is my oh, right. who's the hero of my life, so <laughs> oh, Johnny, you man. gotta break the tie. I was um I'm now rethinking after all of the points that Will made because I'm not really an AD fan either. So <laughs> mm-hmm. like Kawhi is injured, but I think he is the one that came up with injury management, right? Like, what, what was the, the buzzword that was going around? The load yes, management. Yes, thank you. Yeah. So everyone expects Kawhi. This is kind of who he's become. He is a quasi-shell of his former self, but the 55 games you get out of him, he's still going to be as elite as he ever was. AD, on the other hand, mm-hmm. is, I think, how Will shares his sentiments about AD is how everybody feels about AD. Like, his is not like Kawhi. It's more like a super annoyance. So like, oh, here we go again. Like, guys made out he's made out of can like cotton candy. Like, he just can't stay. You know. So there's always there's like sort of like a negative, you know, like a label sure. to, to the way that AD gets injured, and that's why obviously to me why his card prices are a lot lower than Kawhi's. I was I wanted to pick, not pick Kawhi because I know I have a bias. I think if I was legitimately picking these two cards to buy you know i'm gonna pick Kawhi because of that bias uh 80 i i will make the point that i do like that if you're gonna take a flyer on one of these injured guys if you're taking a flyer anyways and these are kind of like quasi low prices i mean 180 bucks is a lot less of a risk money wise than 300 bucks right so there is that too but mm-hmm. i was literally legitimately gonna pick 80 um, but I'm gonna side with Will. He's he's changed my mind. Oh, I, yeah! Wow. I think AD's okay. injury thing is just gonna be too much of a d- deterrent for people to like him. N- not fault to any fault to him, but I think that really goes against his likability, which really is unfortunate. And Kawhi, I don't really think he's got a shot because Westbrook's on that team. <laughs> But, you know, <laughs> there's still there's still a percentage. There is a percentage. And if he happens to win three championships with three different teams, I think his car prices could spike quite considerably versus if 81 
I think if 80 won, it would be all on LeBron. It would, I think 80 would get none of that love. So uh, of the small chances of either one really being like a volatile bump, um, yeah, I'm going to side with Kawhi. All right. Will's pure hatred for AD swayed Johnny's vote. Swayed me. And then, well, it's, and then also, it's also because AD's attached to LeBron, and we all know how John feels about there, there. <laughs> That's true. There, there, <laughs> there is go. some of that. There's the real reason. There lie. it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good one. Will, uh, do you want to go next? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so mine uh, is baseball-centered. Obviously, this episode's been a little bit more baseball-centered it's just because okay. it's my favorite sport to collect uh two mvps from the same team we have the 2011 tops update mike trout in bgs 10 grade it's a pop of 228 versus the 2018 tops chrome sapphire of shohei otani in a psa 10 pop 105 they both have a recent sale of twenty three hundred dollars us which one do you pick Hmm. yeah i am going with the card that i once owned um and it's the shoyo tawny tops chrome sapphire for me it's it's really simple it's really easy i think the mike trout and we mentioned this before. I personally believe there's a little bit more to come down on the Mike Trout update. It's going to kind of fall into that base, boring, you know, it is all-time iconic, but is it special? Is it different? Is it numbered? It's not. It is a BGS 10, which does differentiate it a lot versus like a PSA 10 or a BGS 9.5. But I don't think it's enough at that price if we're talking, give me 2300 cash and I, I'm going to pick one. Yeah, it's the Shoyatani 100 pop. Still a pretty special card if you wanted a, a like a special card of Shohei. It's only 100 pop. I think it's it's really good value. Hmm. I'm going to go with Shohei as well. Um, I, I don't know if it's the, you know, the way the market is right now, but I'm I'm done with base. Like that, that bubble's popped, you know, <laughs> and, and, um, you know, it is an iconic card, just like Johnny said, but, you know, you're really, I feel like the value for that, that card that will mention is the premium is, is in the BGS 10 grade. And I hate buying it point. for the grade, you know, buy the card over the grade. Um, you could argue that people buy PSA 10 cards because of the grade, but BGS 10, there's an extra premium added on to it, which is makes it 2300. <laughs> For a base card. I feel like now Trout, we know right? what so. Will's answer is going to be. <laughs> so, yes. Um, uh, yeah, we do know. But <laughs> So, yeah, for that reason, I'm going with the Shohei Otani Sapphire PSA 10. Well, yeah, just exactly. That is exactly my point in this pick one. That, that, mm. that was the biggest thing that I saw. Like, how am I going to pay this much extra just for it to say BGS 10 when that has nothing to do with the card itself? Like, yeah. you know what I'll do? I'll buy, like, so obviously I'm picking the Otani. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the 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 Trout update, like, I'll just pick it up in, like, a SGC 10 
I'll even sure. pick it up in a HGA 9.5, like, <laughs> whatever, like, whatever. So, like, I can't believe some of the color combos that people come up with, but I'll even right. pick it up in a HGA 9.5 because that card is so special. Like, it's so iconic. It is yeah. Mike Trout, who is going to be the goat of goats, like one of the goats of baseball. But yep. I'm not, like you said, Clark, I'm not paying $1,000 extra or yeah. whatever. Like, what does a PSA 10 Mike Trout go for? I, I didn't even think to look. It's like 15, probably. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm not going to pay. And then, so an SGC 10 is going to be even cheaper. I'm not going to pay all yeah. that extra money just for it to say BGS 10. I hate, I hate this upcharge on BGS 10. Like, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> like 9.5 to 10. Like, who is deciding that? Like, how did they decide it? Like, it's just, yeah. So I, it is uh still on my ho- I'm still on my hobby hot take card grading. <laughs> that's a that's the one thing Will just wanted to say throughout this whole episode. <laughs> I'll agree with Will there though. I grading, hate card grading. I hate upcharging. I think it's like a lot of it is nonsense to be honest. Yeah. Like I think I think I can I can understand it. But anyways, we're about to go on a tangent so I'm not going to go there but we'll we'll see that. <laughs> This episode will never end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let me get my 1v1 out of the way, and then uh, we could talk about upcharging um, after we finish recording this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, here's my... I was going to actually do this last week or last episode, but then we used a listener submission, so I saved this one for this week. Uh, on one side, you got Beau Bichette, 2016 Bowman Chrome uh, Draft Refractor Autograph. So his first Bowman... Refractor number to four ninety nine that year, BGS nine point five, um, auto ten so gem mint auto ten, and then uh, on the other side you got the twenty eighteen Bowman of Lewis Robert, our buddy Lewis Robert. Um, his is also a refractor number to four ninety nine, and uh, also the same grade BGS nine point five, gem mint autograph ten, and they both sold for around five fifty five hundred sixty dollars. Which one are you going for? Oh boy, oh boy. Um, I am going to, man. I'm I'm going to quadruple down and pick Luis Robert mm-hmm. once again. What? Yes, <laughs> I am. Wow. I have, I have yet to fully give up on this. I Luis can't Ro- quit you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I just don't think he's had a fair shake in the hobby space yet. And I think he's got a lot of ceiling to show. And I'm hoping it's this year. <clears throat> if we're being honest, you know, I really think this is it for Luis Robert in terms of acceptance and hobby love. I think there's a lot of people still collecting and buying Luis Robert secretly, not admitting it, right. <laughs> either on Instagram, <laughs> on social media. But I think there are a lot of closet buyers of Luis Robert because the, the the prospect, the potential is still tantalizing. He's been injured. So it's been one of sure. these things where like he really hasn't had a full opportunity to show himself off, right? So I think people are still kind of hoping on that. I certainly am. I'm one of those people. But I am on the boat of I think this is the last year for me to see something. And I'm sure a lot of yeah. people who are collecting Luis Robert if they are going to give him one more chance, I think this is the year. So 
I'm a little cautious about taking this pick, but it's a bit of a risk, and I'm I'm gonna I'm willing to take the gamble because Bobichet has been he's been murdering the ball for the last three seasons, like hits leader or yeah. always in the top. Like he's just been doing stupid things, and his car price is just slowly goes down. He's just one of these players that's going to be kind of Robin to Vladdy's Batman, which is unfortunate. I think I I personally love Bobochet, but I just don't see his card value being all that volatile because he's already been doing special stuff. He's just how how much more crazy can he be? And I don't see him hitting sixty home runs to get really that noticed. So <laughs> I think Luis Robert right. is the one of the two for the card prices to go back up to a thousand bucks to go to fifteen hundred bucks. I think he's got that chance. It's way more of a risk because I think by the end of the year this card could be worth two hundred bucks and I think Bobichet will probably stay at five, six hundred bucks, right? So I'm gonna take that risk. I'm gonna go Luis Robert one one last time. Okay. One last time. Well mm, so um for kind of similar reasons, I'm also with Lewis Robert, which is crazy because uh, we're okay. three Toronto guys and we're not going to like, <laughs> like so far we haven't picked Bo. I think uh, Bo's Bowman Chrome card is so ugly. Like, <laughs> like if you, if you like, I'm part of uh, like the Bobachette Facebook, like, like a sports cards collector Facebook group, Lewis Roberts, Vladdy's and the Bobachette one. It's, it's amazing. Cause the cards that Bo has, they're so mm-hmm. beautiful. He oh, is he's like, got great cards. He is always featured like <laughs> as the most beautiful man on the earth. Like his hair is always right. flowing perfectly. Oh, flows. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Like all his cards, like especially his variation cards, I'm I'm impressed by. And then I look at this Bowman Chrome card and it looks so awful. It looks like someone like photoshopped his hair, like gave him like like this Karen haircut, like it's yeah. just like <laughs> totally, yeah, like his, totally, like he's he's like he's very like I don't know objectively like a good looking dude, and he wears tight fitted clothes. Like he's you know if you look at some of his other <laughs> variations, he's always like in a cut off. Oh, by the way, you guys see the Matt Chapman uh, SSP from this year? He's just like. Yeah, yeah, you could see his guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just in a cutoff shirt. <laughs> but anyway, like, and then, like, the way they photoshopped that picture, it's like he's wearing this baggy Blue Jays jersey. It looks like, I don't know, it looks like. Uh, it just you just don't like it. You I just, just don't, don't like, like it. it. And so, <laughs> yeah. so I, I lean away from that card. Uh, but there has been a little uptick in Bo's card. I did. I di- have noticed. Like he's he's getting some. He's getting a little bit more love, Johnny, than uh, than what we remember. Especially the last couple of years, he's just been kind of stagnant. But recently, he's been getting yeah, a little bit yeah. more love. His cards are slowly climbing. But like you said, he like Lewis Robert. Yeah. Lewis Robert, that card should be worth more. Like there's a chance that that card will just jump. Because everyone's waiting and hoping for a good season, so I'm I'm with you. I'm gonna put my money into that Lewis Robert, even though it's the bigger risk because there's a bigger payoff there, and there's so many other Bobashek cards that I would much rather have. So you guys are gamblers. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay, I respect it. Um, 
Wow, yeah, I'm surprised. Two, uh, you know, we got the Blue Jays fans here, and uh, we're not going for the hometown bias, right? But uh, you know what? I am going to go and choose Bo Bichette. I oh. think this year he's going to come out of the shadow a little bit of Laddie. You know, I, by the way, I love Laddie's. Like, if he could get his cards in the on the cheap, I think this year you can really. Vladdy's mm. um, Vladdy's looking good. He like yeah, slipped Vladdy down is, a little bit. Like, oh, love it. are we back on yeah. Slim Vladdy again? <laughs> and then, and then like these but, fences that they've built for the Sky or what's what are we calling it now? Roger Center. Yeah, forever Sky Dome. Um, like it's just like it's gonna be his ballpark to just mash. Made it for him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, um, but I think, um, you know what? That's also going to benefit Bo, right? So I think he's going to have more power than Lewis Robert this year, actually. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I agree with what you guys said, though. Like, if you're going for Lewis, you're you're swinging for the fences. You could see he has a higher ceiling in terms of hobby value than Bo Bichette does. Like, I I absolutely agree. The volatility is there for Lewis Robert more so than Bo Bichette. But I like Bo's floor, and I like that I think he's going to take the Good next point. step. You know, I think skill-wise, um, he could take the next step. I was just looking at some composite projections, and, uh, you know, maybe everyone's a little bit scared off by Lewis Roberts' injury, so they're projecting him to hit just over 20 homers. Um, you know, he could easily probably double that if he wanted to, if he was completely healthy. But, you know, you got to be cautious, I guess. Um, with 15, 16 stolen bases... Um, compared to Bo Bichette, same number of stolen bases, very similar in average, but um, projected to hit 26, 27 homers. Mm. And he could probably hit it over 30 if he got a few uh, lucky breaks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, and you know what? I've also noticed the same thing, Well, Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get back into Bo Bichette. You know, I actually sold my, or I, you were there, Well, right? When I traded yep, yep. my Bo Bichette and my Lewis Robert. So I had both these cards for my Aaron Judge, who... Happened to hit 60-plus home runs, so that worked out for me. Mm. But I'm trying to get back into Bo Bichette more so than I'm trying to get back into Lewis Robert because um, I just think it's obviously less risk. Um, and and um, the tiebreaker for me, I guess, is because I'm a Blue Jays fan too. So I'm trying to get actually like a color refractor of Bo Bichette's right. first moment. And, you know, one more thing I'll agree with you guys on, or Will specifically, the Bowman Chrome image is is awful. It is awful. I agree too. It's uh, Fernando right up, Tatis. It's right up there with Bobby Witt Jr. and Juan Soto. <laughs> Bowman, bobble yeah. T-ball, T-ball like, Soto. Juan Soto. Yeah. <laughs> and Fernando Tatis. Oh, like, the all, Tatis. Uh. Bowman Chrome first autos. They have a history of having just horrible images. But guess what? It doesn't matter because it's their first <laughs> Bowman Chrome oh. autograph. It'll always have value, right? So, logic. so that's why that's why I love the this card because it'll always have us you know good value over the long run if if they play well so i'm i guess i'm going to be the homer in this case i'm going to go for bo bichette yeah uh, good choice good choice i mean i'm definitely investing more money into bo this year than i am lewis robert mm. so but i'm looking more for some of his other stuff like the tops chrome stuff like color variations yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah i'm definitely looking at those because also like the short field it it makes a difference for Bo as well, because he's got yeah. a lot of pop, and he hits a lot yes, of oppo. Absolutely, and that right field fence is coming in. And is uh, that too really? Yeah, oh, I believe nice. so. And then, uh, like he's the hits leader for the last two years. Yeah, and they just ban the shift, and he he sprays 
he's an inside out swing. So he's yep. going to, I think he's going to have such a great season. But that's also the Homer and me coming out. Like, <laughs> I fully that's think, I fully think we're winning the World Series this year. So. <laughs> hey, are, are the odds makers like, like the Jays, you know? So it's like a 30 year anniversary from our last championship. So. Oh, perfect timing. Right? Perfect timing. It's, it's destiny. Yeah. <laughs> go, Jays, go. All right. Uh, well, first off, thanks again for joining us and uh, you know talking all this baseball talk. We got all got to go to a Jays game and maybe rip a few packs and, and you know maybe that'll be a new tradition for us. I think we should start that. Hey, if fanatic starts fun. putting those card packs into the stadiums, I'm down. Oh yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> so thanks well for joining us and thank you for all our listeners for uh, coming on for for listening to the show. Uh, we have our shows every Tuesday and every other Friday, a shorter episode on every other Friday. So, um, and if you enjoyed this episode, we appreciate you giving us five stars. And uh, yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you guys again soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Cards to the Moon. We'd really appreciate you subscribing to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also connect with each of us on Instagram at Five Card Guys, or you can follow Hyung at Integrity Sports Cards or John at TradeU at Recess. You can also check us out at fivecartguys.com. Thanks again, and hope to connect soon.